Humans, humans, what the heck is up? Welcome to the Sydney Hollis Show. The earliest you can hear this is Friday, February the 3rd. I'm recording it on the evening of February 2nd. Groundhog Day. It's actually the afternoon, not even the evening. It's Groundhog Day afternoon. Not to be confused with a dog day afternoon. So humans, today's episode is pretty Pennsylvania specific. We're going to talk a little Groundhog Day. Of course, it's a, that's a day I like around here, frankly. And we're going to take the temperature of Philadelphia. You know, sometimes we do this around here. We get in touch with a fellow human that lives somewhere, and we take the temperature. We're going to take the temperature of Philadelphia. Of course, the Philadelphia Eagles are going to play in the Super Bowl on February 12th. So we're checking in with a human and a close personal friend of mine, Betsy Kenny, who lives in Philly. Well, just outside of Philly in a, in a suburb. And humans, we are going to talk about our boy Tom Brady. <laughs> Last year when this happened, we went on about um, montage videos. And I was so disappointed that that Tom Brady had posted his own his own tribute video, his own montage video on his Instagram. It was like, dude, that's for everyone else to do. That's for you to bask in. But that's the world we're in now, humans with social media. Everyone thinks they have to produce everything. I mean, it's all about me, me, me. And it's driven by me, me, me. Bro, you're Tom Brady. Sit back. Let other people make a video tribute for you. Of course, this is for him last year. We're going to chat a little Tom Brady. And uh, yeah, let's get it going. So humans, happy belated Groundhog Day to you. Of course, if you did pay attention to the festivities and your locality, your area has their own groundhog, well, let us know because we I'm intrigued by local groundhogs here. So today, Punxsutawney Phil in Pennsylvania saw his shadow, and predicted six more weeks of winter. Now that threw me off, because I was like, oh, you think if they saw their shadow, that means the sun's out. So you'd think there'd be an early spring, but for whatever reason, it's, it's the other way around. So he saw his shadow, predicted six more weeks of winter. Our local one here in New York, whom I've talked about before, Staten Island Chuck, predicted the opposite. He said, he says, early spring. And while we're going through a cold snap here in New York City today, today when I left for my day job around 20 after 6 this morning, it was 30. But tomorrow's going to be down in the teens. So, you know, as uncomfortable as that is, it's kind of what January is supposed to feel like around here. And it's getting a little nervous with all these 50-degree days we've had. So anyway, Punxsutawney Phil says six more weeks of winter. Staten Island Chuck says early spring. But around the country, we should go, humans. So Chicago has a local groundhog called Woodstock Willie from the suburb Woodstock, apparently. He predicted six more weeks of winter, he or she. And wouldn't you know, that West Virginia has a groundhog, a groundhog celebration that's been going on for 40 years. 
Theirs is named French Creek Eddie. French Creek Eddie in West Virginia today said uh, early spring. Now, I mentioned the one in Georgia, Beauregard Lee. He said early spring. And folks, this might be hard to believe. Or you might say, well, of course, Sid. You're upset about a lot of things. I didn't think I could get upset over a groundhog. But I guess I can. In Buffalo, New York, you know, the same state where I'm located now, however, very, very, very far away. There's Buffalo Bert. Buffalo Bert said more winter. But here's my issue with Buffalo Bert. He did not come out of his burrow, his shed, his hut, his nest today. February 2nd. Of course, first you can hear this, humans, is February 3rd, which is a Friday. But I'm recording this on Groundhog Day, February 2nd. Buffalo Bert did not predict whether we're having an early spring or a long-lasting winter today. No. Buffalo Bert made his prediction on Saturday, January 28th. Fine folks in Buffalo. This is 10 years running. Fine folks in Buffalo have started their own Groundhog Day weekend. Their own Groundhog Day celebration. And I'm guessing it's the Saturday before this year, Saturday the 28th. Uh, <laughs> and maybe sometimes it lines up when the second's on a Saturday. I don't know. Buffalo Burt predicted, made his prediction on Saturday the 28th, is nothing sacred? Is nothing sacred? Can Groundhog Day be on Groundhog Day? My God. You go into a department store on November 1st, and there's Christmas decorations everywhere. Thanksgiving gets lost in the shuffle, and it's a major holiday. This happens every year. It's not news. But can you keep the Groundhog Day in Groundhog Day? Come on, Buffalo. Buffalo Bert. Unreal. I mean, suggesting that an animal, suggesting that a rodent, suggesting that a groundhog can predict the weather is already a little suspect. But if we're going to do this, you know, can we try some, some of the tenets of the scientific method? Can, we, can these groundhogs at least predict the weather on the same damn day? You know, why add an extra variable? We need some controls in this already suspect way of forecasting the long-term weather patterns. Unreal. I like the idea of local groundhogs, but I like that there's like our main one, you know, we're, the main one's Punxsutawney Phil, fine. And then I like a little local 
Why not? But this is too much. This is too much. Okay, so humans, we are gonna we are gonna touch base on Tom Brady in his recent retirement announcement. But before that, let's check in on the city of brotherly love. Humans, humans, our esteemed guest today is a close personal friend of mine, a former teammate from the world famous Upright Citizens Brigade Harold team, Apollo, which you've heard about a time or two on the show. Close personal friend. Betsy Kinney, welcome to the Sydney Hollow Show in the Hideaway, Betsy. Thanks so much for having me, Sid. I can't believe I'm here. It's it's the service is amazing so far. Oh well, yeah, kind of you to say, kind of you yeah, to say. Yeah. So you know, you're one of my one of my funniest friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Not just funnier, one of my funniest friends. So I've been dying to have you on anyway. But let's cut to the chase. We're take, we like to we like to feel the pulse of society here at the show. And society, all all things are pointing at the Super Bowl right now. And of course, the Philadelphia Eagles are playing the Kansas City Chiefs. You're born and raised in Philly, and mm. we met, of course, and we're great friends here in New York. We're still great friends. But you have recently moved back to a Philly suburb just across the river. And just wondering if you can give we're we're taking Philly's temperature right now, you know, uh, uh, lift up your tongue because we're sticking a thermom in there. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what. Yeah, please. I mean, what's going on? Is it Eagles fever? What's going on? So it's more than you would ever know. Okay. So where, where we live, I'm, I'm from Philly. And when I moved to New York, uh, I'm not a big sports fan, but you know, I like, I I like when there's like a, a team winning in the city I'm in. So it's really fun. And when I moved to New York, there's so many people there who kind of like, don't give a shit and everyone's a transplant. So it's like, there's not, it's not just one entire city rooting for a team ever. You kind of have to like, you know, pick out the, the sports fans there. Yeah, totally. Totally. So when we just moved back, we live in um, Collingswood. So we're 15 minutes from like center city, Philly. And we're like, right off. center city is what most people would call like a downtown, but you guys call it center city where you're from. We call it downtown. We call it downtown too. Okay. Okay. Got it. But, But like we are, we're 15 minutes from the stadiums, babe. Wow. Okay. So we're like in it. And um, so my husband is from Connecticut and he can't get over the amount of hype that Ooh. is happening here. And I guess I'm used to it, but he says he feels like he's in a college town where everyone's excited because every single person <laughs> you pass on the street or you interact with at the store, they want to talk about the Eagles. Wow. Every single person owns an Eagles hat and jersey. And it's just kind of, it's like, it's kind of insane to me because we, we only just moved here a couple months ago and we were also here for the um, World Series and the same thing happened. And we kind of feel wow. like we're living in like a little <laughs> dream world. But we went to the diner on Sunday and you didn't see one person who wasn't in Eagles gear except us because we don't own any. Wow. And 
my husband's mind is kind of blown and he's a Giants fan. But so, yeah, you go to the bakeries. I, I told you this, Sid, there's all the cookies are green football shaped. Everything says go Eagles or around here. If you have a Philly accent, it's go Eagles, go yeah. And everyone's just pumped. It doesn't like I was out walking my son during the game on Sunday. Yeah. You know, the last playoff game. Yeah, and against the there 49ers. Was nobody around. And one old lady I saw, she goes, You're not watching the game? Like it's. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because I was truly the only person out. So and you said, What about it, you, you it, old bag? Well, that's what I was thinking, Sid. And who are you, lady? <laughs> so, yeah, everyone here is literally losing their minds over it. There was um, fireworks going hard the other night when they won the playoffs. And I keep saying to my husband jokingly, but seriously, yeah. you're in bird country now. <laughs> <laughs> now your husband is of course, Ryan, also a friend of the show here. And, and yeah, big friend of the show. And, and, and close personal friend of mine as well. Now, uh, now speaking of New York city, having all these transplant fans, I kind of addressed mm -hmm. this on the last episode of the show because I don't know if you heard about this or not, but there's a controversy here on uh, Sunday night, Monday morning after the Eagles, the Eagles, the Eagles played the uh, 49ers, which they lit up the Empire State Building, Eagles Green. Oh, no Did you hear way. about this? So they know. did and people went berserk. All because the news outlets on Monday morning were angry and people were like, whoever did that should be kicked out of the city. Why were they, <laughs> why were they, Philly is our right. Like the Eagles are a rival of the giants. And then I went so far as to point out that they're in the same division in every professional sport, New York and Philly are rivals. I mean, Mets, you know, Mets, Phillies, Flyers, Rangers, and uh, Sixers, Knicks and Nets. And, uh, Anyway, I was pointing out that, well, New York's so many transplants, there's not that same sports town feeling. But I guess 100%. they had planned ahead to have the conference champions be lit up, but people were incensed. It, it, I, I kind of understand how crazy it is. And Philly would never do that for New York. Hell no. I can't, that's what's, that's what's mind-boggling. <laughs> and I feel like a city the like only, Philadelphia or... The only um, the only praise Philly probably has ever given New York was after nine eleven. No offense, but like they're never gonna they're never gonna support the other way. And there aren't that many Philly transplants in New York to appreciate the lit up Empire State <laughs> Building. Sorry. Like some of the uh, they interviewed a garbage man, and he uh, was like, "They should say it's green because of the garbage man uniforms." And you know what? Next year, the Giants will be taking out that trash that is the Eagles. Oh, my God. And then someone showed me some TikTok. I'm not a TikToker. Me neither. I hope to never be. Someone showed me some TikTok reaction. And someone wrote a thing that said, King Kong should have destroyed that building when he had the chance. Oh, <laughs> my God. People are so crazy I <laughs> but i will say i can't believe they did that i can't believe they did that in new york it is it's a little weird but i guess it just goes to show you that people have their they don't they're not thinking straight when it comes to sports around here now today today the day i'm interviewing you is groundhog day 
Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. How, how far is that from, from your area? Sid, thanks so much for asking that because I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) But I will say this, and I know you're a fan. If I wake up early enough, I get to watch 30 minutes of action news. Yeah, Channel 6. Channel 6. For those of you that don't know, Channel 6 Action News. Sydney's familiar. It's just the local news channel. There's nothing greater than it. They did a whole segment on Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania, and even growing up, it always felt like it was pretty close. Okay. Maybe a couple hours. I, I think I'm not even going to Google it because I don't want to know. Yeah. Who wants to know? No. The, and the humans, the, you know, maybe I'll Google it later. I'll tell the humans after our interview. So humans, stay tuned. You'll eventually find out. Yeah. Otherwise, it feels like Philly turns a blind eye to every other part of the state. But for Groundhog Day... We're like, you know, Groundhog Groundhog's Day. That's that's one for all of us. Fair I'm enough. in. I'm in. Now, of course, Punxsutawney being kind of the national groundhog, little bit of disparity today. Punxsutawney Phil called for a longer winter. He saw his shadow. Staten Island Chuck, our local here, he did not see his shadow. He's saying early spring. Oh, my God. Now, what has happened in the past when they had different shadow experiences? Well, they're really they're really playing this up this year. They're suggesting that since the 1800s, Punxsutawney has been 40 percent right. Now, that doesn't seem like a very nice thing to bring up. And they're suggesting that Staten Island Chuck is 80 percent right. But maybe this is all falling back into Empire State Building Gate. Maybe this they're trying to. This is what to... I was going to say, Sid. You're really leaning into the media. Really is going against. They really are pitting New Yorkers against Pennsylvanians. Yeah. yeah, and the poor groundhog is the victim. Well, he is the victim here. <laughs> he really is. We should just let them battle it out. You know. And of course, Staten Island Chuck in 2009 bit Mike, Mike, Mayor Mike Bloomberg on the finger. <sighs> and a few years after that, Staten Island Chuck was was unfortunately dropped by Mayor de Blasio and and unfortunately passed away two days later. No. Yes, it's true. And of course, the the administration all said it was of natural causes. But I mean, I smell a cover up. I'm not I'm not too stupid to say that, you know. <laughs> Well, so. that was a murder. That was a murder. <laughs> On live television. Hiding he, in plain he sight. He knew what he was doing. Now, Betsy, I know you tend to eat vegan-ish, vegetarian-ish these days. And mm-hmm. so maybe you have an answer that is vegan or vegetarian f- for this question. And uh, mm-hmm. I feel like you already know what's coming. But cheesesteak. When we're talking Philly cheesesteak, I mean, what? I'm so glad you what's, asked. What's your go-to? What's going on? Are you asking me as a Philly person giving someone a suggestion who does eat meat? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Like, so, let's say I ended up in Philadelphia. Where where would I go based upon your recommendation? Well, actually, you know how everyone tells you to go to Pat's and Gino's? Yes. Pat's is actually just, it's just great. Wow. Okay. Have you had? I've had Pat's and I've had Gino's. And Pat seems to align with my uh, role in society a little more than Gino's. Gino's seems to always want to get themselves into controversy. Yeah, they both kind of do. But um, (laughs) I 
I think we're all a little more Pats, but Pats is so good. I really love it. Um, not anymore, obviously, but if I were to eat meat again one day, that'd probably be the first thing I had. Um, the next best place is Jim's on South Street. Um, okay. Although I haven't been there in years, I heard maybe it burned down. <laughs> oh, but this is just a rumor. So we have to, we need to look up Jim's and we need to look up the distance from uh, Philly to Punxsutawney. Yeah. And I think there are a couple gyms, by the way. Um, okay. And yeah, those those are the main two. I mean, it's like anywhere you go, you're going to you're going to get kind of or and if you go to the Reading Terminal, you know, there's like a few cheesesteak places in there. You're going to get a good one no matter what. Come and on. The Reading Terminal is like a like a market near the train station. Yeah, it's like they have like a bunch of Amish booths, but they have, you know, it's like all around the world type thing. But oh, nice. You're going to get it feels like not anywhere you go you know not just like a, a subway for instance sure you have to get the meat to cheese to onion ratio right and uh, um there's a few other big ones i'm blanking on the names because again i don't eat meat but um yeah. now have you ever had a meat substitute cheesesteak big time Big where, time. Where would the listeners go for that if they're in Philadelphia? Well, Govinda's has been around forever. That one Govindas. is on Broad Street. Yeah, no, that that's also Broad is that is Broad Street where South Philly is? Is that the Italian area? Broad Street goes through Philly. It does okay. part of it go through South Philly. And I don't know if you know this, but when Philly is like like Philly sports teams now, when people are winning, they say grease the poles. Because that means everyone's going to go down to Broad Street and everyone climbs the poles. You've seen video footage of this, right? And so the police greased them the night before so people have a harder time climbing the poles. Yeah. And now they love being like, get the fucking grease out. Grease the poles. We're coming. <laughs> now, you're raising a son in the Big Philadelphia time. area. And, and, you know, right, like you said, 15 minutes from Center City. Is he going to become one of these people you're describing? Sid, I really <laughs> didn't want to think he was, but I don't think you can help it because around here, the schools, like, especially when sports teams are winning, it's like they make the kids wear, wear the <laughs> sports team who's winning shirts. Like on the news, they keep showing schools where it's like Eagles Day and it feels like it's every day at every school around here. And now I'm like getting really nervous that he's going to have to be exposed to that. And he may just be, they may be greasing the poles for Zeph because I think he so, will yeah. come into that. So should we get your son Zeph a grease the poles onesie? I, I think it will be perfect for him. <laughs> okay, wait. Um, the other cheesesteak place is Angelo's. Angela, this is for a vegetarian cheesesteak. No, that's for regular. Oh, regular. Okay. And then don't forget classic. Um, if you're in Philly, go to Primo's or or Angelo's also for a real Philly hoagie. Oh, interesting. So that's like what, like, like an Italian sub, but you guys say hoagie, right? Yep. Now, are the Wawa's doing anything interesting for the Eagles? Do they have like Eagles flags outside or anything? They go, they, they're in it with everyone else. I think they have a couple donuts. They have, you know, I don't know. I haven't been in for Eagles. They get the Eagles cups going for the coffee. And I don't know about anything else that they have on special. But in town, 
I don't know if this will interest you. There's a old school formal wear store for women, you know, beaded gowns and such. Oh, nice. In the window, all dark green beaded gowns with a huge Go Eagle sign. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, now that's what it's all about. This is what I'm talking about. People in town, the formal attire. Like everything. Every single store they're in. Now, um, I feel like we've covered a lot of stuff here, but like what? I mean, I I assume like every bar is hosting like a a party. Like I'm assuming every bar is just going to be jammed on February 12th. I mean, is that is that pretty fair to say? Has it already been like that? Basically, I mean, they've been winning all season long. Yeah, I think so, Sid. I am not out there in the streets. Sure, you're with this. You're with your stroller getting hackled, heckled by that nun, by some literally, old nun. <laughs> literally, I'm with her and she's with me. And you know, I really don't know, but you know, the closer we get, I'm gonna I'm gonna be out there a little bit. Maybe I'll be taking the temperature out there, actually in the streets, and I, and I'll be giving you updates. Yes, and I please. Know around. Um, St. Patrick's Day, Philly loves that. Of course they do. They they uh, the bars love to have a green beer, so I'm sure a lot of beer a, a lot of bars will be doing a green beer type thing. Oh, sure. I'm now, guessing. I don't know. Now, you know, you and your husband have contributed to the show before. You were our boots on the ground for St. Pete's during their historic <laughs> March Madness run last year. So I we really know. go to you to take the temperature of these sports cities. It's really true. And we're so happy to be doing this and to be uh, anchors for the show. It's been oh, absolutely. A, it's been really amazing. Well, Betsy, anything else you want to tell us that I forgot to ask before we let you go here? Um, I just I just also want to add on that something Philly's also known for are our um, soft pretzels. Oh, and they they've been doing like bird shaped um, Philly <laughs> soft pretzels. Nice. Incredible. So if, if you're in Philly, make sure you get a real soft pretzel from the Philadelphia Pretzel Factory. Okay. Consider it done. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for giving us the temperature. It sounds like there is Eagles fever taking place. Oh, there place. is Eagles fever. And one other thing is you can cut this out or not, but no, we'll keep it. My dad, as a true Philadelphian, hates Philadelphia sports teams, but he can't, he like religiously follows it too. <laughs> um, he found out my cousin, I think, is going to meet the Kelsey brothers' mother at Chickie and Pete's. Wow. <laughs> Chicken and Pete's known for their crab fries. Known for their crab fries that you dip in the white cheese sauce. Oh, and see, I've never been. I've I've always seen a Chicken and Pete's on the boardwalk in Atlantic City, but I've never actually gone. I just always see crab f- fries signs in the window. Oh, you'd love it. It's just Old Bay sauce, and then you dip <laughs> it in a white cheese. Um, so the Kelsey's mother is doing like a meet and greet signing at Chicken and Pete's, and my dad think it's thinks it's despicable that this mother is doing a meet and greet. I'm like, well, what do you care that the mother is doing a meet and greet at Chicken and Pete's? He can't believe people, he can't believe like somebody wants to meet her. So he's fired up. He's like, she's not in, she doesn't play in either team. Exactly. Why is she doing a signing? And why is it going to be tough for me to get some crab fries that day? Because the place is going to be packed. Exactly. Your old man just wants to, to dip some old bay powdered potatoes in some 
Tartar sauce. We all do, Sid. <laughs> well, we'll be wishing the Eagles luck during the game. And, uh, we, you Sid. know, we may have to check back in. I mean, and if you hear anything crazy, capture that audio for us. Hey, we will. We will. Thank you so much. And we'll be keeping you updated over here. Yes. All the best to you and yours. Thanks, Ed. You got it. Well, humans, how do you like that? The temperature of Philadelphia, I would say, what? 102 degree Philadelphia Eagle fever? Now, I do need to decode some of this, humans. Uh, a little bit of insider language. They're nothing too crazy. Probably nothing you couldn't figure out, of course. Well, first of all, I promised you I would figure out the distance from Philadelphia to Punxsutawney. Uh, so I, I've, you know, the interview was a little bit earlier today. I'm now recording the rest of the podcast. Five-hour drive. It's a five-hour drive from Philadelphia to Punxsutawney. It's a, Punxsutawney is a little closer to to, Penn, uh, to Pittsburgh than it is Philly, but it sounds like they really have that home state thing going on there. Now, before before I, I, I dive into some of the things, humans, wow. It sounds like a lot of fun there. Everyone's wearing the gear, and we're a week and a half out from the game. How fun. Everyone's already wearing the gear everywhere. They're, everyone's at the gear in the diner they went to. Old ladies are wondering why, <laughs> wondering why someone like Betsy's not watching the game with her, with her baby son in a stroller. Now, humans, we talked a little Philly cheesesteaks. And for those of you not, not super familiar with the cheesesteak wars, Pat's and Gino's are the main two places. And they're, they're right across the street from, this, from each other in this sort of walkable, you know, kind of, I guess it's touristy area. When I've been to this tourist area, but of course it's mostly because of the cheesesteaks, I guess. But they're just, they're, they're in this little spot right across from each other. So these two competing places... And so you can, you can really go try both in the same, in the same half hour if you want to. Uh, but I was referencing that Geno's tends to lean into controversy, humans. And <laughs> the reason I said that was back in two thousand six, there was a debate, as there sometimes is. There was there was talk of you know, angry conservative types were angry about people not speaking English, and of course the United States has no official language. English tends to be the language we all use and our most of our documents are written in that, but we have no official language here. And every now and then people stir that up and get upset. And so anyway, back in 2006, <laughs> the owner of Geno's put a sign in the window that said, order in English, or you have to speak in English or something like that. And, you know, just, just, Stirring up controversy for controversy's sake, because let's sake, not steak. We are talking about cheese steaks. Because what's funny to me, what's silly about that, and funny about it to me is, a cheesesteak is cheesesteak. In another language, you're still saying cheesesteak because it's it's just a thing, you know. No one's directly translating that to their language, you know. I mean, a cheesesteak is a cheesesteak. Like, that's just that's not really, it is what it is. And then a Coca-Cola, you say Coca-Cola. And a Pepsi, you say Pepsi. So no one, no one at your cheesesteak place is speaking a different language anyway. 
You still say Coca-Cola no matter what country you're in. And a cheesesteak's a cheesesteak. No one's breaking that down and, you know, and it's and calling it something in their language. It's just called a cheesesteak. And you're at a cheesesteak place. That's what people are going to order in. Controversy for controversy's sake. Sake. Jeez, I keep doing that. Anyway, Betsy said Pat's. Betsy said Pat's. And they're right across the street from each other. So you can decide for yourselves, humans. Of course, she also mentioned gyms. And she said, hey, it may have burned down. Well, I'm sad to report, humans, they did suffer a fire over the summer. And according to their website, they will rebuild. They are in the process of rebuilding, but they are temporarily closed. And humans, I've mentioned this before. I pull for the Eagles, but I, just to be totally, totally honest with you guys, you know I'm a Tennessee fan when it comes to college football. That gets... That gets all the love I really have to give, football-wise. And then on Sundays, I love watching the NFL, but I just, I've given so much of my heart on Saturdays that it's hard for me to, to care about a pro team the way I care about the University of Tennessee Volunteers. But I do pull for the Eagles. I grew up an Eagles fan. And why is that, humans? Because my mom's from South Jersey. South Jersey aligns with Philadelphia. And when in South Jersey, where my mother's family is from, my grandmother, etc. May she rest in peace. Uh, they get the local, they get the Philadelphia news there as their local news, even though they're, you know, about an hour drive away or so. So anyway, I grew up an Eagles fan because of my family there in South Jersey. And, you know, if I'm pretty, if I'm pretty, if I'm selling the Eagles pretty hard for the Super Bowl, well, that's why. But if you're Chiefs fans out there, let me hear from you. Listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. Well, in addition to polling for the Eagles and that, because we would go to New Jersey for the holidays, because we would go to New Jersey in the summertime, and we would have lengthy trips, I think about a week in the summer, and probably five or six, seven days during Christmas time, we would be up there. We'd stay at my grandmother's house. And the news that my family watches up there is Channel 6, ABC News. Action news, in fact. And as a youngster from Savannah, Georgia, which, you know, has its share of exciting things in the news, its share of, unfortunately, bloody things in the news. But as a youngster, and it's still to this day, Philadelphia has a very exciting local news. And to boot... Their local news, Action News, has a theme song. I love it. Part of why I love it is all the time I was spending up in the Philadelphia area, South Jersey, the Jersey Shore, I was on vacation, either summer vacation or Christmas break. So when you're a kid, you're in absolute heaven. We're getting to stay up late. And we would watch the Action News theme song. So it takes me to a special nostalgic place, but I still love it anyway. And humans, since Betsy mentioned it and now I'm yapping about it, let's listen to the Channel 6 Action News theme song out of Philadelphia. I mean, doesn't that just say, buckle up, buckle up. There's going to be some exciting stuff on this program. 
And speaking of networks, humans, speaking of networks, Tom Brady, recently retired Tom Brady. Of course, maybe, maybe you know this, maybe you don't. He has a TV deal to do sportscasting already in place with Fox. So we know Brady retired. They made a big deal out of it last time. It seems like less of a big deal this time. And, and he even said as much. He posted on social media, a very calm, heartfelt, I'm walking away. I made a big deal out of this last time. This time I'm just going to do it quietly. Here's my question, humans. The game's on Fox on February 12th. Now, I'm not suggesting he'll be calling the game. I, I'm, not, I'm not suggesting that at all. But since, he's go, since his TV deals with Fox anyway, are they going to drag him into a lot of coverage? A lot of maybe some pregame or halftime or postgame stuff? Is that why he retired when he did? Maybe, maybe not. Interestingly enough, the last time he retired was exactly one year, one year previous to the day he retired earlier this week. So maybe that's just the time of year he likes to retire. Either way, humans, I would I would venture to guess we're going to get a lot of Tom Brady on TV on the Fox Network on Sunday. A preview of this sportscaster to be. Well, humans, if you want to add anything to what I've said today, listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. I know some of you are big NFL fans. I know some of you root for teams in the NFC. You probably aren't maybe liking all this Philadelphia coverage. Well, don't worry. Don't worry. This this show, when it comes to sports, it's not about the teams I'm a fan of. Sure, I'll mention it here and there just so you know what lenses I may be biased by, what lenses I'm seeing things through. I need you to know that. That's authenticity, humans. But it's not about Sid's favorite teams. It's the Philadelphia happens to be playing in the Super Bowl. Happen to have a friend who lives there. I think we need to I think we need to figure out what's going on in Kansas City. Do you know? Listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. Anyway, humans, it's been a pleasure breaking bread with you today. I hope you have a great weekend. Of course, you know I'm a Pro Bowl head. I like the Pro Bowl because I like the absurdity of how silly it is. But the Pro Bowl is changing. The Pro Bowl is this Sunday, February 5th at 3 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. And this year, it's a flag football game. It's a flag football game. The two sides are coached by Peyton, Peyton Manning and Eli Manning. So anyway, humans, you know, something to tie us over in this week lead up to the big game. Humans, have a great weekend. Peace and love. Peace and love.